0: This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall Podcast, for everyone who desires honest soul-to-soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall.
1: Hi, friends. A full theme is called Fear Not, a reminder of fear who's in charge, and we are talking all about overcoming the spirit of fear and growing boldly in faith. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness.
0: Hey friends, today
1: we are continuing talking about church and why we go there. Why do Christians go to church? Is it because it's just something that Christians do? Why do you go to church? Is it because you love your pastor? <clears throat> cough, cough here. Oh, it's okay to love pastors, but be careful not to make them your idols before God, right? Or do you go to church because it's socially expected and you can be that guy or gal that can have a morning coffee on Monday with the coworker, and while you're exchanging a simple what I did this weekend, you can mentioned that you went to church? I'll be honest with you, there was a time in my life when I went to church because some people that I really, really liked used to go to brunch after and I loved brunches. I kid you not, I went to church to go to brunch after and I know I'm not the only one. Is this why you go to church? Or do you go because you are walking in open-hearted, ready to receive His light that will carry you throughout the whole week while you are diligently studying the Word and bringing church out to your community. There's a big contrast there, isn't there? This whole message, today's message, is brought to you by a simple question I ask the Lord. Lord, why are we, the Christians, always say that we carry the light until we are in a heavy traffic. Have you heard people say like, well, that was good until I got into traffic? Seriously, guys, this is exactly what I asked him. I used to live in Charlotte, which is a large city with tons of traffic and honking. Guys, honking everywhere. <laughs> now I live in a small beach town and the traffic is either non-existing during the off-season Oh, as heavy as it was in Charlotte during this season, which honestly, this year is just never ending. Um, I don't hear much honking, but line cutting, angry yelling behind a window, which looks really funny. And um, let's just say using the finger we should not be using um, appears to be a destined style. According to Sunday messages and random conversations, traffic brings out the worst in people. Even the Christians who should have self-control, right? Self-control. So I ask why, and the Lord graciously responded. Because you only seek my face during the service on Sunday morning or during the prayer times. You may have occasional moments during the day, but it's when you need me and not when you're supposed to shine the light I've given to you. I wrote it down and... I continued the conversation and asked the Lord, why isn't going to church and praying enough for us to sustain the posture of love and worship? The answer he gave me wrecked me. He said, if you choose a church to serve you, make you feel good in hope of good business connections, to be fed, to meet some people... If you choose a church to serve you only, you will go in with greedy hands and not with open hearts. However, if you choose a church based on what you can offer, you will too receive abundantly. Whoa. I sat there dwelling on those words for a long time, you guys. But let's... Back to the first part where he talks about us seeking him only in specific moments. Isn't it truth? I know it would be impossible to think about God 24-7 because we do in fact live on this earth and we need to concentrate on a multitude of other tasks. But I believe what he is trying to tell us is that we don't always have to talk about him We just need to be like him, talk like him, serve like him. He made us in his own image. So it should be pretty easy, right? All right, let's play the slow game. Imagine this. Now, if you are driving, do not follow instructions. But if you aren't driving, give me one minute. Um, close your eyes for a second. Just a second. Sit down, close your eyes. Now imagine yourself in a heavy traffic. Someone just cut you off. Zoom in on their bumper to make them appear real. Can you see their bumper? Mm. Someone behind you is literally so close that if you stop, they would plow into you. Can you see their intense face in your rearview mirror? Someone on your side? is trying to cut in, and you can't even slow down because the guy behind you is going to plow into you, and why is he even cutting in when neither lines are moving? Check your heart. Are you starting to get anxious? Maybe even angry? Is your hand positioned on the horn? Are you mumbling some not-so-Christian words? Stay with your eyes closed and see the bumper again. Intense face behind you. The car on your side. And now, take a deep breath and release peace over them. Repeat after me. I release peace over you. I pray safety over your journey. I know you are in rush. And I pray... That your time will expand so that you'll feel more relaxed and that you receive his peace. Did your own heart slow down? Good job, my friend. You just brought Jesus down from the heavenlies while acting like him. You changed the atmosphere around you and you blessed the people surrounding you with peace that I know they felt. I know they weren't real in this exercise, but try it in real life and you'll see that releasing his piece works more than honking and cursing and mumbling and using that one finger he shouldn't. Try it next time you get angry. Here's a thought. If you go to church on Sunday morning, when asked how your week went, you could say, well, I got angry while driving. Now, that would be a first for so many, but bear with me. What do you think would happen if you said that to one of your brothers and sisters within a church? You would hear a supportive story saying that the traffic gets them every time as well. But that could lead to a conversation about why are we so quick to anger And a prayer resulting in our temper being held under control. Of course, you could have this conversation with your Christian friends outside of the church. But if they aren't seeking the Lord at full speed either, would this conversation go from support to dialogue to prayer? Or would it end up with a rant about traffic? Christian or not? Think about this while I move on to the main point in this episode, which is why we should go to church. I'll give you 20 seconds here. Just think of your answer real quick. Why should you go to church? What does this answer look like to you? Got it? Besides the obvious, And the obvious is being that this is a house of a Lord and we go into worship and pray. There is one particular reason I like to tell myself every time I feel lazy enough to think about skipping. Every time I feel like there is just so much and the clothes are not ironed and any any excuse I can make. I tell myself, Monica, you should go because the moment you step feet in church, Satan cringes. Make him cringe. Make him know who you worship. Make him feel abandoned. Show him that you are not interested in any of his schemes and lazy tactics. Make him mad. Sometimes I imagine him somewhere standing behind all pouty while I just waltz in the church and say, hello, Jesus. Make him mad, friends. Couple other reasons? Well you go because it is written in the Bible. In Hebrews ten, twenty-four to twenty-five, it says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. Not giving up meeting together. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. I, I've seen people say, "Well, meeting one another, we can just have small groups and we can have coffees and stuff." Yes, you you can. You really can. Churches where two or three gather. We talked about it yesterday, but there is something so special about meeting together in Lord's house. Well, you should also go because even Jesus went to synagogues. He did. So if he did, what should we do? (laughs) Go because your posture will get adjusted as you worship and pray with others. There is something so beautiful about praying and worshiping with other people, even strangers. Especially strangers, actually. Receiving that, that excitement and that Holy Spirit that just flows through the air. The tiredness and anger of the week will be washed away and you will feel renewed, I promise you. And the more renewed you feel each Sunday, it sort of accumulates and stick with you. And all of a sudden, you start letting people in while they are trying to cut in the traffic. Can you imagine that? Your posture will change from I go to church to I am the church. And go because there are people that need you in that very building. And there are people that you can help outside of the church with gifts that the Lord will develop while you are attending and serving. You know, I never thought that as a new Christian a few years ago, I could serve anyone within church until one day this girl approached me and said, this is my first day here. What do I do? We're friends to this day, and this girl is doing mighty things for Jesus. But Lord showed me that there is something very, very specific within you that someone is waiting for. And yes, they are waiting for it in the whole world. But start in a church, my friends. Start practicing that muscle in a church. Go because there may be a non-believer that can only connect with you in particular and you can lead him to Christ. You know the girl I just mentioned? She went there because she just didn't know what else to do. She wasn't a believer. (laughs) Do you know what connected us? I had Polish accent. And she was from Poland. And we were from a place that's not far apart, and we were able to talk about how we grew up and how Poland was about Christian churches. I was the only Polish girl in that church. And if I didn't walk in that day, that girl would probably have not come back. Think about that. Friends, just go. And as he said, and we will unpack it a little more in the next episode, Don't go because you want the church to serve you. You will grow with greedy hands and not open heart. Go with an open heart. Let me lead you in a prayer. I will leave you with a few minutes of melody so you can have a soul to soul chat with a father. Be raw and honest, just lay it all out. Just talk to him he wants to hear your voice so badly and just having a conversation with him makes it the best prayer Father we are so thankful that you can speak to us that you can convince us that you just you are just always present and always nudging us one way or another we are thankful that when we go to church there are people to meet our needs and we are so thankful that you see us so beautiful and strong and worthy that you choose us to help others. Father, I ask that anyone who is listening today start thinking about going to church differently, that they don't see it as just a thing that we do, that they don't see it as going in for any particular reason to meet a specific person or to be fed in some way. They don't go in because the pastor's school or they don't go in because the music is played on Spotify because it's a big and fancy church. They don't go in because of free coffee or whatever reason they usually go into but they go with open hearts. They go because they know that not only you want them there, but you want them to serve there. You want them to serve your children. I ask that as they pray, they hear from you. They hear a clear direction. They hear you say, honey, I'm with you and I just want you to come in because there is someone waiting for you and you are the only one that can speak to them. Because those little kids in a nursery need you and because you carry the light that those who walk in with darkness in their souls can sense. Lord, I pray that you just speak today, that you just speak peace over those who are sometimes going, sometimes not, who are just not finding their own church where they can be plugged in, Father, I just ask that you pour your spirit over them today, mm, Father, just pour your spirit, allow them to be so filled that they know that they are walking into the church just to spread it even farther.